0: From the over-the-top studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Boulder Ballet's the Nutcracker series, post-opening weekend with Nutcracker Prince Matthew Helms. Matthew, you must be exhausted. And more than one ways, yes. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, what's more tiring for you? I mean, physically, obviously, but mentally, that's got to be exhausting as well.
1: You know, there are so many aspects that go into making a show, you know. There's the physical uh, part of it that you have to be able to do all of these jumps and tricks and turns and, you know, picking girls up with one hand and, and then there's the acting. You know, you actually have to, I mean, for me, I was always trained that no matter what role I'm doing, uh, in this case, a prince that falls in love with you know, Clara, you have to really uh, kind of get in the mood that you are really in love with this person. and you. Uh, care about her, and so, yeah, there's a whole different aspect when it comes to psyching yourself up for that kind of acting part of it, but, uh, yeah, no, there's, I think the whole part for me is the whole show, you know, looking at it from a physical uh, standpoint, then looking at the uh, emotional side of things, and, yeah, it it really drains you.
0: (laughs) Now, I have so many questions for you, but how are you able to convey the acting without the spoken word and you do that so well uh
1: i mean i have to give that credit to my uh my acting career uh doing four or five years of acting classes and being in movies and um i've always been a what's the word for it Uh, someone once told me uh, i've always been a theatrical dancer um i always have like a way to, uh, touch someone in the audience. Um, I don't know. That's something that just comes from within me. Uh, it's like we said in our last interview, you know, if I'm able to go out there and try to express something from inside me and if people can feel it, if people can even sometimes relate to it, then I think I've done my job, uh, but I mean, I don't know. It's something that you can't really teach. I mean, you ask anybody in the ballet world to be able to act, to be able to carry a uh, character, to be able to carry feeling uh, to the audience. That's something that no place ever teaches you, and that's why I really think that my my four years of acting classes and being, you know, uh, on stage somewhere else, like in a you know movie studio or something like that, I think that's something that gives me a little higher advantage. And uh and that point.
0: Now you have to be very well known for your leaping ability. It is incredible. <laughs> a couple of questions you know, uh, about that. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 No, go for it. Go for it. Um uh I I will say this, just to give you a little joke on that. Um for me, the whole leaping, I mean, I'm known for turning and jumping and, you know, picking up girls with one hand and stuff like that. But even something that happened uh, this weekend, you know, uh, uh, Lance Harden, you know, he was always watching uh, both cast A and cast B and uh, the coda uh, in the Nutcracker Ballet that I did on Friday uh, matinee was not the same coda that I had been working on uh, months before. Um, it's just something that I've gotten used to, whether it's a stage thing or whether it's a, you know, timing of the orchestra. Uh, I think the coda of the Nutcracker Prince that people saw, uh, Friday matinee and also Sunday, uh, was, uh, I think I came up with that within 24 hours. I, you know, it was something that I got on stage and I went, no, this is not going to work. I need to fix this. So even uh, Lance was laughing at the fact that you always do something different every show. I, I, I don't get how I don't get how you can do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, is there ever any fear or uncertainty? I mean, I can't see how there could be, but you're so high in the air, and when you land, it's not like your shoes are exactly grippy.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, oh man. I mean, I wish. I wish I could have a camera backstage, you know, to show what, uh, in, you know, to show what in particular male dancers do to get ready for something like that. I mean, I'm sure it's different for everybody, you know, but for me, I mean, I'm backstage freaking out, you know, I mean, there's butterflies going, you know, I mean, I'm going over every jump as best I can backstage even before the show during you know uh class on stage I'm just making sure it's in my head making sure I have enough space make sure my shoes are on properly you know making sure that that my body is 100% I mean there's just so much that goes on backstage when when it comes to the whole jumping uh, uh male solo you know I mean especially for me so uh but yeah no I mean you just gotta take care of yourself and You know, uh, it's like we talked about in my first in in, in my first uh, podcast, you know, all that gym work kind of starts to pay off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, question for you, too. There's a scene where it snows on stage and uh, it didn't appear to me that all of that had been swept off. And I as you're out there performing, do you notice things that are on stage? Because I would think that would be really slick. Oh, we see it. <laughs> okay. we, we 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 definitely
1: see it, you know, um, and that's just, you know, life in the theater. That's, okay. you know, there's always, there's always something, you know, there's always something that's going to happen. Uh, and I, you know, I, yes, it's there, but for me, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but I think for me, you know, um, I try my best not to think about it. You know, I made a mental note. Of it earlier I'm like okay don't go that far uh, but you know th- you know things happen you know it's uh it's live theater you know it's never going to be perfect so you just kind of got to push through it that's one of the things that I was fortunately uh trained in uh in in terms of a ballet dancer uh, male dancer was that you know what if you get on stage and something happens you just got to keep going no matter what or mm-hmm. if there's something on the stage if the stage is slick or too sticky, or if there's someone right there, it doesn't matter. You know, you just got to keep going. Everyone should be able to see the uh, gracefulness, the uh, beauty of it, The especially for a male dancer, the uh, masculine side of it, um, and not the effort or the nerves uh, coming from behind it.
0: And you do such a good job of blending all those aspects that you just talked about and then you also have a lot of power behind what you do, and that all comes through in your acting.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't know. It's um, you know, I'm you know, I I go out there, and if, if I'm not just a hundred and twenty five percent drained mentally, physically, in every which way, if I don't feel that after a show, then that's when I can look back and go, maybe I didn't try hard enough. You know, if if I can go out there and give all that I've got to the audience, to my partners, to the Boulder Ballet, to myself, and, you know, that curtain closes and I just want to fall over, then I know that, okay, no matter what happened, no matter if something didn't work out, whether, you know, a solo or a lift, whatever, as long as I can go out there and give 200%, and feel it afterwards, then I know that I've taken a step forward, uh, towards myself.
0: And how do you carry the confidence over to be working that hard and then go into a lift? Because you do some that look pretty dangerous. I certainly wouldn't want to be dropped.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, knock on wood. Uh, once again, I'm knocking on my uh, table here, knock on wood. Um, I have, uh, not dropped, uh, a partner. Um, Uh, you know, I, I don't really know how to answer that. There's just, you know, uh, trust is one of the major issues. Um, you know, uh, I mean, we can practice, partners can practice over and over day after week after month. And once again, you never know, you know, uh, I mean, once you get in the theater, uh, you just start realizing how tired you are and you have to carry a show. And of course, you know, I mean, there are moments when my partner and I are looking at each other before a lift, and I see that she's really tired, and I know I'm going to have to push a little bit more. Um, so, so you yeah, no, help each um, other out in that. Oh yes, oh yes. No, I mean, when it, when it comes to ballet and uh, couple dancing, pas de, deux, uh, I was always taught that it's a uh, it's a you know share on share, fifty fifty effort especially when you're doing like really complicated lifts, you know, uh, whether you are tired, whether whatever costume you're wearing, those things always play a key thing on how it's going to work out. Um, but, uh, you know, um, that's the one thing that I was trained as where, okay, you know, the girl can only do so much, but what if she's really tired or what if her body is hurting? What if she has an injury, you know, that you don't know about or maybe you do know and, then it's up to you to give, you know, maybe eighty percent more for the guy, and that's one thing that I was taught at Ballet West was, you know, what you've got to go to the gym, you've got to make sure that no matter what happens, and in in any lift and anything that goes wrong, you know, you have the strength to be able to pull it off and save it.
0: And to see the athleticism from the dancers has just been really incredible for me throughout this performance and your rehearsals, but watching you and Rania. When you've got her at full extension of your arm, and she is completely extended, and neither of you have any kind of a quiver or moving, it's just unbelievable the two, um, the abilities of both of you in that situation. Um And I'm just, I'm shocked at how that doesn't hurt either of you, or maybe it
1: does, Uh, You know, there, I mean, there's always going to be that. Uh, I mean, there's, it's always hard on the female body um, for uh, part of the, it's uh, partnering for the female is uh, their ballet technique in a whole different way. You know, how they hold themselves, how they dance uh, by themselves, whether a solo or just their own ballet technique is totally different uh and so many ways when it comes to lifts and turns and stuff so you know i mean there's there's huge props that i give to every girl that i dance with um but you know uh funny stories with ronnie and i you know she uh uh, i think over half of the rehearsals uh i changed over half of those lifts to one hand just because I knew I could, you know, I knew that she trusts me and I trust her and I knew I had the strength. I knew she had the strength and we had the timing to change things to one hand. And she would always fuss at me. Why you change to one hand? It used to be two hands. Like, well, it's, it's more exciting, you know, and then we get to the theater and sure enough, maybe during a dress rehearsal, you know, maybe we didn't get up as high. Maybe, you know, I didn't get her in the right spot with one hand. We come off stage. That wasn't high enough. So, you know, there's gotta be some irony in there somewhere. There's a little fine line. So, you know, uh, I don't know. It's, it's definitely a trust thing. Uh, but, you know, just like I said, I, uh, her and I danced this role uh, last year. I danced with her uh, in other shows as well. And I think her and I have a really good uh, partnership on stage and off stage. You know, we're able to talk to each other, uh, uh, trust each other. And, you know, no matter what happens, you know, I've got her and she's got me.
0: Now on Friday, when I watched the performance I just looked Mm -hmm. over at my wife and I was like, Oh my gosh, Matthew crushed it today. And, uh, I was working (laughs) today and my wife watched the uh, performance on Sunday and she came back and she said it was even better today. So how do you feel about the weekend?
1: You know, um, I, I mean, uh, well, right now I'm, I'm sore. Uh, but, uh, you know, honestly, I, I mean, I feel great. Um, I feel like I hit one level on one show and then every show after that, I try my best to step it up. You know, I never, I I feel dancers are never fully satisfied. You know, um, there's no such thing as the perfect dancer. You know, one of my favorite uh, male dancers always said that, you know, um, striving for that perfect show is what we're all after, but it's never going to happen. He actually said that if he ever went out there on stage and it was perfect, no mistakes, nothing was wrong for himself or for his partner or whatever. If it was a perfect show, then he should stop because he's hit that level. He's hit that goal. Um, So striving for that is always one of the things. But for me, uh, that... Uh, as well as, okay, I did this one show. What can I do to make my next show even better? What can I do to make my next show stand out just a little bit more? You know, um, and it's simple things, you know, uh, changing to one hand or doing a little extra jump into something else. You know, it's something else that for me plays a big key, you know. So we've wrapped up now at the Mackie. You know, I've got a taste of that stage again, and now I'm just waiting to see what I can bring to uh, the, the uh, next show. So hopefully it just keeps you know stepping up each time.
0: Now, two kind of questions here. What's your schedule like this week? And then I'm wondering, after a performance, is there any kind of a letdown for you?
1: Oh, boy, let's see. So uh, boulder ballet uh, does not work. Uh, on Monday um, so Boulder Ballet will get uh, that day off um, not for me uh, <laughs> I, uh, t- I know. <laughs> tell me about it um, I teach and I rehearse with other companies here in Colorado uh, one of them is uh, Centennial State Ballet up in Longmont and uh, another one is Ballet Society in Colorado Springs so on every day off from Boulder Ballet or also on days I also work at Boulder Ballet I'm either driving to Longmont, you know, working there as a teacher and as a uh, guest artist from about 1.30 to 2 o'clock-ish to about 9.30 at night, uh, or on days off of either, I spend most of my time uh, at uh, Colorado Springs doing their Nutcracker. So as far as the schedule for me, um, it's pretty much – Okay, Matthew's done with uh, that show, so let's take advantage of his next couple of days while we have him. Uh, And then Thursday and Friday are all dress rehearsals for Longmont, and then we perform Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Saturday is cast B, and Sunday is cast A. Uh, After that, I fly out of town to do uh, uh, a Nutcracker in Georgetown, Texas. I'll fly back and do the next week at Longmont, and then december twenty third I finished my Nutcrackers in Colorado Springs so um, I'm always going and to answer your other question there's always a letdown you know uh, I think dancers always look forward to the Nutcracker you know it's a seasonal thing it's it's at the right time of the year and it's wonderful for the holidays uh, I know for me I'm happy when it's done then I look back the next day missing it but then I hear that same old nutcracker music somewhere. And I just want to throw up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now you're in Georgetown. I'm I'm, kind
1: of glad it only happens once a year.
0: (laughs) So you're in Georgetown, Colorado Springs, Longmont doing the nutcracker. Are you the nutcracker Prince in all of those?
1: I am. I, uh, Let's see let's see. Uh in Longmont, uh I mean the the story of the Nutcracker, there are so many versions. You know, there are so many versions. Uh I tend to look at Border Ballet's version as a uh ABT Brishnikov and uh Kirkland version where the prince is everything. You know, the prince dances in the snow scene, he dances in the second act, he does all the solos. Um and that's one version. Uh I think another version I'm doing uh uh, the second act, uh, leading male role, uh, the Sugar Plum Fairy and her uh, Cavalier. Uh, and they actually do uh, the whole uh, uh, dances and the solos in the second act. So those are two different characters that Boulder Valley, uh, Valley does not have. We have a Sugar Plum, but she has her own solo, and it's separate from the Prince and Clara. So... Everywhere, it's a different story, you know, different choreography. So everyone's like, well, you know, at least it's hopefully the same character is the same story. I'm like, no, I wished. Yes. I think one place I'm doing, you know, Snow King, Russian, Dancing with the Sugar Plum. Uh, somewhere else, I'm doing uh, the uh, Nutcracker uh, Cavalier, uh, Sugar Plum uh, Cavalier, uh, and and Longmont, I'm doing like Party Dad, as well as the uh, Sugar Plum cavalier and it's all different choreography you know everywhere i go it's different choreography so you know i can't even say oh well at least it's the same duet or at least it's the same (laughs) solo no you know once i get somewhere and i get on stage okay do i want to do option a option b option c what do i want
0: so different choreographies plus i'm sure with live orchestra you have different speeds of music
1: you do you do. Uh, and then there's also another thing about that. You also have different partners, you know, and I mean, some places that you go to guest in, um, you only get like a week to work with your partner before you're on stage, maybe less than that. You know, I've gone to places where uh, I'll fly in on a Sunday night. Like I'll leave Boulder ballet as last nutcracker and get to the airport that night and get to the next place maybe in the morning and get off the airplane and go right to rehearsal. And then you only got like four days until the first, you know, uh, show. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's, you know, you have to love what you do. Otherwise it just becomes like the life of a gypsy.
0: <laughs> Last question for you though, do you really appreciate the fact that you make magic for people?
1: You know, that's one of the things that I always uh, am thankful for. Um, I always like coming out to the audience after the shows, talking to people, taking pictures with the kids, uh meeting uh parents and everything, and just hearing from you know multiple families uh uh what a joy uh, that their kids had uh how much of a, a touching uh in some way it touched their families it touched their their kids you know i mean to me um uh, you know countless hours go into such a uh, type of a show. I mean, you know, just to give you a little kind of uh, example of that, the solo I did for the second act maybe lasts, you know, 30 seconds, 35, give or take, but we spend so many hours, you know, hours and weeks and months working on one little section, you know, uh, and then you go out there and you meet these people and you it, it is worth every bit of it, you know? I mean... It, it means it means the world to me. So you know, no matter what happens, you know, on stage, off stage, I know that if I can go out there and see someone and tell me, you know, that they were moved by the show, it meant so much to their families, to their daughters, to their sons, uh, then I know that you know, this is what it's all about.
0: Well, you have one more opportunity to see Matthew Helms as the Nutcracker Prince prior to 2016 Christmas. Um, That'll be at Longmont. Please go to boulderballet.org. Matthew, you're going to be performing on Sunday, December the 4th?
1: Yes, sir. I will be there and uh, looking forward to it.
0: Thanks very much for listening. Boulder Ballet is the Nutcracker Series from the Over the Top Studios in Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas.